welcome to Way to Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Beck Russell, holistic wellness coach, yoga and meditation teacher, personal trainer, and overall well-being enthusiast. I believe that we have been led off the wellness path in our modern way of living, and it's time that we get back to basics, back to our roots, back on our way to wellness. I take a balanced and wholesome approach when it comes to wellness, knowing that every action, every interaction, every environment and every breath that we take has an impact on our state of well-being. This podcast will debunk all of the myths that we have been sold about what it takes to be well. Humans are complex beings, but being well does not have to be complex. Each week, we will explore a piece of the holistic wellness puzzle where myself and special guests will share our insights that we have learned along our way to wellness to support you to live a well, happy and vibrant life. Join me on the way to wellness. Hello and welcome to the very first official full-length episode of the Way to Wellness podcast. I'm your host, Beck Russell, and in today's episode, we are posing the question, what does wellness mean? What does it mean to be well? And it is a big can of worms to open straight off the bat for the first episode, but this is what this podcast is all about. It is about exploring all of the many big topics, all of the many facets and the pieces of the wellness puzzle that it takes to live a really well, happy and vibrant life. I think in terms of wellness and well-being, you know, it is a very subjective, a very personal experience for each individual And there really is no right or wrong. It is just about being really in tune with your body and what your body, your mind, your spirit needs in any given moment. And you're really the only one who knows that for sure. There are many things that we need to consider when approaching wellness in a holistic way. So where do we even begin? Some things to consider when looking at this topic include how you're moving your body, what and how you are eating and where it is coming from, whether or not it's organic, whether or not it's sustainable, how much sleep you're getting and the quality of your sleep, how much water are you drinking and also the quality of your water, how much time you have spent for rest and how much time you have spent for self-care, what the quality of your relationships are, how are you breathing, what is the air quality that you're breathing, are you storing emotions in your body, are you being mindful, present or practicing meditation, There are so many more pieces to the wellness puzzle and we will dive deeper into each of these topics plus so many more in future episodes. 
But the point here is that you can't focus on one or two aspects of your wellness and expect to be well. It just doesn't work that way. If you continue to focus only on one or two things, you will eventually begin to pull yourself further and further out of balance, more out of alignment, and it really will just start to, over time, take its toll and will start to eventually manifest in some kind of symptomatic you know, illness or injury or some other kind of wellness situation. The body, our body, our physical body, it likes to be in a constant state of homeostasis, which is balance, and it works tirelessly around the clock without us even doing anything to do this. But it can only last this way for so long before you're on a one-way ticket to burnout. Imagine how good, how vibrant, how aligned and how happy we would all feel if we consciously made choices every single day to support our well-being. It is worth noting here that if you feel as if you have only been focusing on part of these wellness pieces to the puzzle, that try not to feel overwhelmed by this. It is a work in progress. We can just improve one thing at a time because small changes really do add up to big results. If you are at a stage in your life that you're really not feeling well, you're really not feeling in alignment, you're really not feeling like the fullest, the highest expression of yourself, you need to become really honest with yourself around how you have been living your life so far and consider what contributing factors are at play. So if you can think about the way that you have been living your life so far and you've done it for X amount of time, so it might be months, it might be years, so it takes time for us to implement these big changes. It takes time for us to unravel any potential damage that we might have caused in our body, in our mind or our spirit. So be really patient and really loving with yourself once you make the decision to step into a fuller expression of yourself. From here, we really do just need to make the decision that we're going to change. We're going to fully commit wholeheartedly to stepping into this next level of our being. If you don't fully commit and you don't fully start to embody your mission and what you want your life to look like and what you want to achieve, it really does leave room for doubt and it can ultimately lead to failure. So it can be this constant cycle of trying something out, not fully committing, failing and then feeling like it's all too hard and it's just easier to stay where you are because it's familiar. So we really do need to just meet ourselves where we're at, meet ourselves with kindness, compassion, unconditional love. 
and we can just be really honest with ourselves regarding the state of our current reality. And as I mentioned earlier, how you've been living your life up until this point, because it does take time to unravel these habits that we've cultivated. It can take time to unravel fear that we might have around certain situations or limiting beliefs that we have been holding us back from where we'd like to go into our life. To change our mindset, to start to cultivate a really vibrant, energetic, physical and mental body. So it just takes time, it takes patience and it takes commitment. I mean, it's not always easy, but it's certainly worthwhile, that's for sure. We can really, from here, start to visualize what we want our life to look like, what we want our life to feel like, really feel into it and get familiar with its vibration. When we are clear on what it is, that we want our life to look like, we have a much better chance of co-creating it with the universe. We're aligned on the same vibrational frequency of what it is that we'd like to call in and we can trust that it will be served to us in divine timing. I'm just interrupting this episode to share with you that I'm now taking clients into my 12-week private one-on-one wellness coaching program. If you're interested in exploring any of these topics that we discuss on the podcast or anything else wellness related and you really want to go deep into a really personalized, holistic, wholesome approach when it comes to your wellness, please get in touch with me. You can either send me a DM on Instagram at underscore Beck Russell or check out my website beckrussell.com. Another way to keep yourself accountable and I guess get a really realistic, really good idea of how your life is running currently is to keep some kind of wellness diary and that'll include all aspects of your life. So it'll include nutrition, so the food that you're eating, making sure that you're writing every single thing down because sometimes we might have a little snack or a little something that we're not really consciously thinking about. So really making sure that we're writing everything down that we're consuming. So food, um, water, drinks like tea or coffee or whatever it is that you're um, ingesting, making sure that we can write everything down. Also recording our exercise, our movement, so whether or not, you know, that's um, weight training, it's yoga practice, Pilates, running, walking, whatever kind of movement that you're doing, make sure that you can record that and also record how it made you feel during and afterwards as well because especially for women, as we move through the different stages of our menstrual cycle, different kinds of exercise are going to feel better or maybe not so great depending on what's going on with our hormones. So really taking note of how that exercise made you feel on that particular day and it might give you a better idea of how to structure your exercise throughout your week and throughout your month. Also taking note of your moods generally speaking and of course sometimes or a lot of times probably our mood can be impacted by what's going on 
externally that's natural that's completely normal um, depending on whatever interactions and we have throughout the day and this is a really great one of the really great reasons and benefits of meditation because we can really start to you know no matter what interaction we've had that might have sparked a particular mood or a particular outcome we can start to really draw our awareness back to ourselves back to the breath back to the present moment and then you can just release and let it go but it's really good to feel any emotions that come up let them move through you and then you can release and let them go rather than holding on to them Another thing to note in your wellness diary once you're starting to make these changes is to observe and document your energy level. So as I mentioned earlier, this is the same for men too, but particularly for women throughout different stages of our cycle, we're going to have different energy levels. So keeping note of that. Also taking note of your sleep. So how many hours of sleep you've had the night before and also the quality whether or not you had a broken sleep or whether you slept right through take note of that how much water you have consumed and also being aware of what kind of water what the quality of the water is that you're drinking you can also take note if you've had any time for yourself so time for self-care also time for rest and time for play and once you start to document all of these many, many things, you can really start to get a sense of what you're currently prioritizing in your life. And you've got it written down on paper here. So if you've told yourself the story as an example that you don't have time to meditate, you can really break down your day and see where perhaps you could slot in a 10 or 15 minute time slot to sit down and meditate rather than um, doing something that perhaps isn't going to serve you such as um, being on social media for an example and you can also get a really good idea you can determine what changes that you might need to make or would like to implement in order to get you from where you are now to where you would like to be, where you're heading, your future, full expression of yourself. And I think lastly, the last little topic that I wanted to touch on was cultivating this really strong sense of self-awareness. And I think that this is really paramount for us to improve our state of well-being really noticing what exercise or nutrition feels like in your body, noticing what amount of sleep or water is optimal for you, noticing the times when you are more energetic, you have other, you know, um, extra energy to share with others and also Perhaps when you don't have as much energy, you don't have as much energy to expend. Perhaps you need to take time then to rest, take time for introspection. And maybe it's not really a good time for you to be interacting with others, but rather it's a time to really turn within and really nourish yourself. So taking time to be really, really present and mindful will help us to start to 
cultivate this strong sense of awareness. So again, moving back to meditation so that we get to discover and get really familiar with our true nature and just being mindful and as present as we can throughout the day. So sometimes that really is a little bit easier said than done, but it's a practice and it's like anything. Once you start to practice it more and more in your life, then you'll, it'll get easier and it'll become more like second nature. So we can start to bring this sense of mindfulness into our entire day. So for example, like if you're making a cup of tea in the morning, being really mindful when you feel your kettle, waiting for it to boil, you're mindfully watching the hot water pour into your cup. And then when you go to drink the tea, you notice the flavor, you notice the sensation of the warm water going onto your lips, into your mouth and then down your esophagus. So that's just one example of how we can really draw ourselves into the present moment and become really mindful in that moment. So lots and lots of little topics here and this is just a little precursor to some of the topics that we will be discussing in upcoming episodes. As always, if you have any requests for topics, if you have any requests for guests that you would like to have on the show, please let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram and you can follow us on Instagram at Way to Wellness Podcast. And until next time, take good care of yourself and I'll talk to you all again soon. Mm-hmm.